Welcome to 5-Minute Answers. Last week we talked about two categorical type things that lead to failure. One was selfishness. Even if you do something, if you're selfish about it, it's going to lead to your unhappiness and I'll call that failure. Second thing is discouragement. When you get discouraged, you get depressed, you don't do anything, you don't act at all. Those two things deserve a second level of a question of why, because you're left with, well, for example, I believe that it's bad to be selfish, and yet very often I am, so I'm left with the question of why am I selfish? It's a second level question. Or why, why would anyone choose to be discouraged? Why are you discouraged? I want to talk about the things that lead to those. If we can get a handle on these two things that I'm going to talk about, we'll understand why we are choosing to be selfish or discouraged. Selfishness, I think, is easier. It's just an animal type instinct, really. It's easier to define than why someone would choose to be discouraged. It just comes from the attitude of me first. Like if you throw a scrap of meat to a group of dogs, they don't try to be unselfish. They won't even realize that they're being selfish. They go on instinct. They go with what, me first, feed me now type of an attitude, I guess. I mean, there could be exceptions to this, but by and large, that's the way the animal kingdom runs. Well, humans are that way too. There is something inside of us that just says, me first, feed me right now. But there's also something inside of humans that seems to be saying, what can I do to help or share? There's a conscience, we call it. I mean, everyone knows about it, everyone talks about it. It just seems to be a part of us. But in a way, it's in opposition to that feed me now attitude. If you don't think about the future, though, then the feed me now seems best, I guess. You can see why someone would choose it anyway. The discouragement, on the other hand, is more complicated. Why would anyone choose to be discouraged, you could ask? And I have two responses. They are laziness and locus of control. You might not understand locus of control, but I'm going to talk about those two things. Laziness first, let's talk about that. And all of its manifestations, from avoidance to procrastination, they're just laziness. Well, laziness is essentially just an effort to stay comfortable right now in the short term. Growth always takes some kind of work for a longer time, a longer term, and it has a larger payoff at the end of that long term. Laziness takes the shorter term, usually there's an immediate payoff, and then long term you get let down. So you're going for the short term when you're lazy instead of the long term. Let me, let me illustrate that. If you say you want to lose weight, for example, let's say, well, you need to work over a long period of time. If you decide today that I want to trade that work for a big delicious meal, think of your favorite meal, you get an immediate short-term reward. feels good and it tastes good right now. Long term though now, you'll say you'll probably gain weight, you'll feel discouraged with yourself, you could be risking health, other issues. All, all the long-term ones are bad. The short-term ones are good. You, you simply trade the long-term, the higher payoff, for the shorter-term stimulation. That, that's laziness and that's what always leads to discouragement that you don't say, well, I'm going to choose to be discouraged, but you do say, I'm going to be lazy today. And then you can set a pattern of it, a habit. And to a certain degree, I think we all fall into that category in one way or another, hopefully not too much. But I, for one, see why it happens. And, and so therefore why we fail, why we end up being discouraged. The way you can solve laziness, though, is focusing on the long-term payoff. That's the only way I know of to really solve it. Just bypass the shorter stimulation, go for the longer. 
Locus of control is the second reason I think we end up being discouraged and we end up failing. Locus of control refers to your belief that you control your actions. You control your situation. If you have a high locus of control, it's more internal. You believe that your actions are the cause of your failures and your successes. If you have a low locus of control, it's external. You blame your failures on things outside of you. I lost my job because I have a stupid boss. See, there's, a, there's an external locus of control. It's a low locus of control. Or I failed at school because I have a bad teacher. You're blaming it on something else. Locus of control is the highest correlation we found to success in schools and in life, I suppose, for that matter, too. Think, I, I'll tell you one way you can tell your locus of control. Think now. If you had one wish, what would it be? One wish, anything. Well, if you're thinking along the lines of, I want to win the lottery, or something external like that, then your locus of control is low, at least in that area. But if you're thinking about that you're already working on, like I, I, I want to succeed at this goal that I've already working on, I just want all the variables to work out so I can get this done, then you have a high locus of control. You're thinking about something you're already doing, and you're just hoping it will work out. That's a that's a high locus of control. You're putting it internally and you're likely to succeed at that goal. You're not likely to win the lottery. So if you really want to be the best you can be, we've got to watch then our laziness and our locus of control. Those are two things we have to keep an eye on. Laziness you overcome by focusing on the future payoff that you really want and saying, I'm willing to go through this now so I can get that long-term payoff down the road. Locus of control problems you, you can overcome by taking responsibility, choosing to take responsibility, not allowing yourself to think in the, I'll call it the, I wish I could win the lottery type mentality. Don't think that way. Don't, don't let yourself be that way. Set realistic goals and work slowly towards them. And that's a high locus of control. If you've met people, then you think, wow, that, they just seem to have a handle on life. They seem to, everything they do seems to work out well. They seem happy, adjusted, all that. Chances are they have a handle on these two things. They don't have major problems with laziness, and they have a high locus of control, an internal locus of control. Well, thank you for listening to 5-Minute Answers, and I'll see you next week.